0: U.S. President Trump signs America's budget for next year. It has a provision that bans from entering the U.S. Philippine officials involved in the incarceration of Duterte critic Senator Laila Delima. The Philippine military tags an Islamic State-inspired group in the series of explosions that left more than a dozen people hurt in the southern region. Philippine police suspend combat operations against communist rebels as part of a holiday truce, but security forces will remain on alert. And more Philippine areas placed under storm warnings as Tropical Storm Ursula threatens to drop heavy rains just before Christmas. Good afternoon, I am Rika Nazo. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Welcome to the program. We start with the news from the White House, where U.S. President Trump has signed America's 2020 budget. The spending bill includes a provision that bans from entering the U.S. Philippine officials involved in the incarceration of Duterte critic Senator Laila DeLima. Let's get more details from ABS-CBN's Mike Navalio, who joins us on the line. Mike, good afternoon.
1: Hi, good afternoon. We the United States President Donald Trump has signed into law the U.S. 2020 budget, which includes an amendment authorizing the U.S. Secretary of State to bar those behind Senator Laila de Lima's detention from entering the United States. Trump signed the Department of State Foreign Operations and Related Programs Appropriations Bill 2020 on Friday, December 20, part of the U.S. government's $1.4 trillion spending package. A provision in the budget on prohibition on entry allows U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo to apply subsection C to foreign government officials about whom the Secretary has credible information have been involved in the wrongful imprisonment of Senator Laila Dilima, who was arrested in the Philippines in 2017. Subsection C refers to the Global Magnitsky Human Rights Accountability Act, a U.S. law which authorizes the United States government to sanction those who who it sees as human rights offenders, freeze their assets and ban them from entering the US. The provision in the US budget expressly classifies unjust or wrongful detention as part of gross violation of human rights. The same provision also applies the ban to Egyptian government officials who jailed a sick American citizen as well as government officials government officials of Turkey, Egypt and Saudi Arabia who detained locally employed staff of a U.S. diplomatic mission or a U.S. citizen or national. Democrat Senators Dick Durbin and Patrick Levy authored the amendment which the U.S. Senate Appropriations Committee passed in September. The two are among five U.S. senators who earlier called on the Duterte administration to release the Lima, a known critic of the Philippine president Rodrigo Duterte's anti-illegal drug campaign. On December 12, a separate U.S. Senate panel passed a resolution proposed by Durbin and Senator Edward Markey calling on the U.S. president to impose sanctions on the Philippine government officials behind the Lima's arrest and detention, as well as those responsible for extrajudicial killings in accordance with the Global Magnitsky Act. The resolution condemned Lima 's detention, calling her a prisoner of conscience, detained solely on account of her political views and the legitimate exercise of her freedom of expression. De Lima was arrested in February 2017, initially charged with illegal drug trading, but Department of Justice prosecutors spent months amending the information to conspiracy to commit illegal drug trading despite De Lima's objection. De Lima was arraigned only in August 2018, or 18 months after she was arrested. Six judges have also withdrawn from handling the cases, either by inhibiting from the Case or by retiring. Among those whom Lima named in her initial list of those allegedly behind her arrest and detention are President Rodrigo Terte, Presidential Spokesperson Salvador Panelo, online personalities Moka Uson, Sas Rugando Sasot, R.J. Nieto or Thinking Pinoy, former House Speaker Pantaleon Alvarez, former DOJ Secretary Vitaliano Aguirre, Solicitor General Jose Calida, Public Attorney's Office Chief Percida Acosta, Sandra Kam, Dante Jimenez, Representative Bray O'Malley, and former Representative Rudy Fariñas. The Magnitsky Act was passed in 2012, signed by then President Barack Obama. Officially known as the Russia and Moldova Jackson Vanik Repeal and Sergei Magnitsky Rule of Law Accountability Act of 2012, it was initially passed to penalize Russian officials behind the death of Russian tax accountant Sergei Magnitsky in a Moscow prison in 2009. Magnitsky exposed a $230 million fraud involving Russian tax officials but he was jailed instead. While in prison, he contracted multiple illnesses and was allegedly beaten to death. Since 2016, the Magnitsky Act has been applied globally, considered the most comprehensive human rights and anti-corruption sanctions tool in U.S. history. Rika?
0: Thank you so much. Mike Navalio. The hunt is on for the perpetrators of a series of explosions that hit the southern Philippines Sunday. Four blasts rocked Cotabato City, while a fifth happened in Maguindanao. The Philippine military believes the Bangsamoro Islamic Freedom Fighters, an Islamic State-inspired terrorist group, is behind those attacks.
2: Receiving uh, enter reports uh, that will, will conduct series of attacks targeting our military troops in a populated area
0: the blasts left a total of 22 people wounded including 8 philippine soldiers
2: uh, ongoing pa yung investigation namin uh, especially sa part ng iud as uh, of now in full control po yung AFP PNP nyo so yun na yung gina-fast track natin ngayon para malaman ano talaga yung <laughs> dealan
0: Philippine police have suspended combat operations against the Communist Party's armed wing, the New People's Army. The suspension is part of the holiday ceasefire declared by the Philippine government with the Communist group, which will last until January 7th next year. But police officials caution the rebels against taking advantage of the truce. All police units will remain on ground, on guard rather, and will respond to any attacks.
2: All police units shall refrain from initiating combat police operations against the NPA. However, the SOPO shall not cover normal police law enforcement and public safety operations against criminality, illegal drugs, and terrorism. All PNP units are instructed to be vigilant in the performance of their duties to prevent any untoward incident, resulting from hostile actions of domestic threat groups and criminal organizations. The SOPO shall be without prejudice to actions aimed at protecting the people and the communities. All units shall implement active and passive measures as necessary to deter and or prevent the NPA from taking advantage of the SOPO.
0: The government and the communist group agreed on the ceasefire Monday. Duterte's spokesman Salvador Panelo says the chief executive has also ordered the reconstitution of the government peace panel for the possible resumption of peace talks with the rebels. Like the Philippine National Police, the military will remain on alert and ready to respond to any security threat, according to the Defense Department. More Philippine provinces placed under signal number one as tropical storm Ursula threatens to drop heavy rains just before Christmas Eve. Now moving west-northwest at 30 kilometers per hour, Ursula has slightly accelerated while maintaining strength. It is forecast to possibly intensify into a severe tropical storm before it makes landfall over eastern Visayas Tuesday afternoon or evening.
2: Bukas ng umaga sa ganitong location niya, posibleng nang masimulan nga maranasan yung pagulan at mga pagbugso ng hangin dito sa southern part ng Bicol, sa buong eastern Visayas at maging sa ilang bahagi ng Karaga uh, region. So, hindi pa man din tumatama yung sentro dahil sa lawak ng bagyong ito, umabon ng more or less 500 kilometers ang diameter, posibleng bukas ng umaga sa ganitong lokasyon ay apektado na nga yung ilang areas na nabanggit natin.
0: Ursula is forecast to cross central Visayas and affects some parts of southern Luzon between Tuesday morning and Christmas Day before it exits the country's area of responsibility on Friday. Turning to news overseas now, China will lower tariffs on some products next year as Beijing looks to boost imports amid a slowing economy and a trade war with the U.S. China's finance ministry says Beijing will implement temporary import tariffs on more than 850 products, from frozen pork and avocado to some type of semiconductors. China's economy is expanding at its weakest rate in nearly 30 years. It could face more downward pressure next year, but Beijing has vowed to keep growth within a reasonable range. The U.S., meanwhile, says it would soon sign a so-called phase one trade pact with China to end the month-long trade war between the world's two largest economies.
3: We just achieved
2: a breakthrough On the trade deal, and we'll be signing it very shortly, they're already buying billions and billions of dollars of products, agricultural products. I spoke to President Xi yesterday. And, you know, he's also coming down and clamping down, Laura, on fentanyl. I said, you got to do that. Fentanyl coming out of China. They're clamping down. And they're clamping down strongly.
0: Chinese President Xi Jinping will meet with the leaders of Japan and South Korea in Beijing Monday. Xi will meet separately with Japanese Prime Minister Abe Shinzo and South Korean President Moon Jae-in before the visiting officials travel to Chengdu for a trilateral meeting with Chinese Premier Li kee The North Korean lo- nuclear threat appears likely to dominate the agenda, though economic matters will also be discussed. On Sunday, North Korean leader Kim Jong-un met with top officials to boost the country's military capability. Pyongyang has set a year-end deadline for the U.S. to change what it says is a policy of hostility amid a stalemate in denuclearization talks.
2: China now have... Uh increasing and uh, severe confrontation with the United States, not only on the economic front, but also uh, in st- strategic and political and ideological front. And in this kind of juncture, common sense for for any strategy of China is to try to improve friendship with its neighbors and with the rest of the advanced world. And I think that the Japan and the less degree, and South Korea falls into And both categories.
0: Moving on, busy day ahead for drivers and passengers traveling to southern provinces just before Christmas Eve. ABS-CBN's Angel Movido is at the Araneta Central Bus Terminal to give us the latest. How's the situation there, Angel?
3: Hi, Unica. More passengers are expected to flock to the Araneta City Bus Station Monday, two days before Christmas Day. But compared to last year, there are fewer passengers lined up at the ticketing group since most bus companies have fully booked since December or have been fully booked since December 20, some passengers have spent the night at the terminal, most of them chance passengers in trips heading south, particularly in Vicol and the Visayas region. Other trips to Iloilo and Antique only have a available trips by January 2nd next year. But there are also a few bus companies that opted not to sell out tickets in advance. So, walk in passengers are still welcome. Legal for some trips to Rojas, Iloilo, Legazpi, Tabaco, and Gonsol, Masbate, among others. Meanwhile, Ellaville Bus now issuing reservations only for those traveling before the new year as trips are already fully booked up until the 26th. So far, there have been no cancellations yet of trips to the south, even as areas there are preparing for the effects of typhoon and Sula expected. To make landfall tomorrow afternoon. Passengers have so far observed the do's and don'ts at the terminal. High security and band checks continue to be implemented by authorities. The Araneta City Bus Station has estimated a volume of more than 5,000 passengers over the weekend near the terminal, while an additional 4,000 passengers were at the bus port. The volume of passengers is expected
0: to be down. 2,000 by tomorrow. Rika. Angel, we do know that a storm is coming over the Christmas season. Uh, What are the bus companies expecting for this? Are they going to be putting up more buses to accommodate all the chance passengers?
3: Yes, Rika. So far, the bus companies have already allotted additional buses especially for those chance passengers uh, for those who weren't able to make reservations. But um, also, altogether, the bus companies are preparing for um, any eventuality if these passengers get um, stranded at the port, especially for those provinces where they need to board uh, or to be on uh, on on um, boats or on water vessels. So um, this is well, one of the things also being monitored by the bus companies. But so far, Rica, uh, we have not received any information or announcement yet as to the cancellation of
0: trips uh, in preparation. Uh, for the coming type of All right, thank you so much, Angel Movido, reporting live at the Araneta City bus terminals. Heads up for motorists, local oil firms Shell and Sea Oil raising diesel and kerosene prices Tuesday morning. Diesel prices will go up by one peso and 15 centavos per liter, while kerosene will have a one peso and five centavo increase. A bit of good news, though, as gasoline prices won't change. Thanks for joining us. I am Rika You can watch highlights, recaps, and exclusive content of our shows online. Subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. You can also listen to podcasts of ANC shows. Just search hashtag ANC podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google, and Stitcher. For feedback, email us at ANCfeedback at abs-cbn.com. Stay with the news channel.